in, in this kind of relationship, we have to do, do a move that we've never really had permission to do, which is to look internal, to, to, to actually see our logic, see our reasons and put them aside and just be present in this moment. Connecting Couples with the Real Emhoffs. Hey guys, welcome back. We're excited to share with you the sixth part of our series, Staying Tuned In. And today we get to talk about how it is that a withdrawer can stay engaged, how they can kind of stay curious, as we mentioned with pursuers, and kind of be in the relationship, be aware, um, and, and be engaged with with what's going on in, inside them and with their partner. Yeah, quick recap, really quick. We talked about this a few episodes ago, about the ways that a withdrawer thinks they're engaged or yeah. looks like they're engaged when the reality is they're not engaged to the right thing, if I can use that language. And we're going to cover a little bit of that also, yeah. I mean, in this one. So a lot of times a withdrawer, uh, they do they, they do kind of think that they're there, they're, they think they're in the room, but a lot of times it doesn't come across. Like they kind of go to like solve or fix, and we mentioned that before, but, but a lot of times it kind of goes sideways for a withdrawer. They can kind of like um, maybe, maybe cognitively be there, kind of task-orientedly be there. They can show up and want to do the thing that, that maybe they think their partner's complaining about. And, and oftentimes that's how they it hear it. It can look like they jump yeah. to a task, especially if a pursuer is like sending criticism or saying you should yeah. oh, do it. Okay, I'll do the dishes They'll then. Or, okay, I'll clean it, the shoes up or but whatever. But that doesn't yeah. necessarily mean they're tuned into the emotional relationship that's yeah. happening or that they're tuned into what's really happening for them. A lot of times in that space, they're jumping to do the thing just to decrease the criticism not necessarily to to be aware of what's happening. Just like, oh, I got to kind of yep. do this quickly so I'm not in trouble. We talked about the perception of withdrawers. They always feel like they're getting it wrong. And so to, to not get in trouble, to not elicit that criticism, they're going to just do the thing they're being asked to do, even though they don't really want to do it, or even though they it's not something that they even thought that they would do. And, and maybe they want to do it, but they've actually... Uh, not thought to, or they're tired or they want, they they might have some needs that they're not expressing. And so then when they don't do it and they haven't expressed the need, it's, it's kind of like, Oh, well, you're just being uh, avoidant or lazy or, I mean, there's all kinds of these messages that really get nasty for them. And, And so then they jump up, even though they're kind of dismissing their own needs to do the task. And, and then they resent having done the task sometimes, which it feels obligatory. It yeah. feels like they're only doing it because they were asked. And the reality which, is too, Oh my too, goodness. What a bad place to be. It's right? a bad place for yeah. both sides because the pursuing partner can kind of recognize you're only doing that. Cause I asked, you're not really here. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the tuned in part, right? Is how we get both parties to go. No, you are here. You are engaged with the process and you are, um, you know, it's different to go. I see you're asking me to do that and I'm engaged and I'm going to do it because I know it needs to be done, but I'm not just doing it out of obligation. I'm actually doing it because I'm tuned in yeah. and paying attention to the, to the relationship needs right now. Yeah. And so we want to kind of spend some time, same as we did last episode with the pursuers, talking about what it would look like for a withdrawer to kind of engage with what's happening. You know, in therapy, a therapist will often jump to the withdrawer and say, well, what does it feel like for you right there? And a classic answer for a withdrawer is... Oh, nothing. I don't know. Fine. Nothing. It's fine. Minimizing. Yeah. And so they... Or I don't know. I don't know. Uh, not not a big deal. Which which lights a pursuer up. What yeah. do you mean you don't know? Well, and let me. I'm gonna. I want to do a couple quick little things with yeah. this. So one of them is is withdrawers. If you're in therapy, good job. 
you know that most therapy, in my opinion, is built for pursuers. So the fact that you're hanging in there, I'm proud of you. You're doing good work. You're a good human. It's not all your fault. The therapy. fact that you don't have the Helping answers. Helping pursuers with their anxiety. <laughs> exactly. But, but, but so if you're a withdrawer and you're in therapy, a lot of what, what's going on is a little bit foreign to you. A lot of times, and I'm not trying to speak for every withdrawer Correct. on the planet, but, but, but a lot of times therapy is built for these pursuers, these people who have a lot of words. And, and frankly, a lot of therapists like to talk to pursuers because pursuers seem pretty accessible. Let's talk about yeah. your feelings. Let's open up space and share all the things that are happening. Very much like a marriage conference. We run a marriage conference and, yeah. and a lot of times marriage conferences are designed for pursuers. There are books out there. There are all these things that pursuers kind of lean or tend towards. Yeah. So if if you're a withdrawer and you're at a marriage, you're going to a marriage conference. If you've been to or a you're a withdrawer, type, created for connection, and you're in therapy. Good job. You're yes. doing. You are fighting hard for you this relationship. You are way more engaged too. than yeah. the pursuer thinks you are. And so, what I want to say is, hang in there, man. Yeah. You, you you're doing good work, and the fact that you're there does mean good things. The other thing I want to say is, this this is foreign. You literally the way that you have dealt with most of the time, the way that withdrawers deal with their world is to kind of push it off. And you know what? It worked. Yeah. It worked really well to say, okay, I'm not going to feel this stuff. I'm going to push through it. I'm going to continue to work. I'm going to do my job in a, in a high stress or painful situation. And I'm going to ignore the stress. I'm going to ignore the pain and I'm just going to get it done. Yeah. So good, good on you for that in, in some ways. But, but I also want to say th this relationship is a place that we have to learn to do something different to get it right in this relationship means that we're going to actually engage with ourselves. We're going to start to say, what is this? Not everywhere. Yeah. Don't do this at work. Don't do this with, I don't, I don't know if you, if you have a high stress job, we don't want you to break down and cry every 30 minutes about whatever's going on. <laughs> or if, there's anything if you're wrong a with surgeon you. or something, we don't want you to I do want start to validate crying in the middle of surgery. For, the, yeah. for just a second, the very good places that being able to tune down or tune, turn off that energy yeah. is so important. You know, one of the, yeah. the trainers that helped us with EFT, George Fowler, was a firefighter and he talks about the experience he had of having to you can't be like, this is a really hot building and I'm really scared. That right. doesn't work that's for not, a surgeon a to move. say, you know, yeah. I'm having a really emotional day, but we're about to open your heart up and, you know, just wish me luck. No, are you kidding it me? It reminds me of those commercials. My license just got reinstated. Yeah, we'll see. It's been a tough it's day. Good but enough. We'll, yeah. It's good enough. We, we, know, we know withdrawers, good enough is not good enough for us. Yeah. We want to get it right. We want to get it yeah. perfect. We want to show up for our, our partners. And so the way that we literally do that in, in this kind of relationship is we have to do, do a move that we've never really had permission to do, which is to look internal to, to, to actually, it sounds crazy right now, but to, to almost see our logic, see our reasons and put them aside and just be present in this moment. And so that I think is a, it's a tough move, you guys. And when you come to therapy, guess who the therapist is most often going to ask to go first? The pursuer. No, oh, no, the withdrawer. the withdrawer. That's true. That's true. Because if, if, if the withdrawer isn't engaged, if, if we don't open up as withdrawers, nothing else can happen. Mm. We can't move forward. It wouldn't be fair for somebody to get into Angela's emotional experience and then not have me feel anything. If he's not even tuned into this. If, and if I'm not even able to respond to it in an emotional kind of real way. And so I'm just, I'm kind of giving you guys as withdrawers and pursuers also, I'm kind of giving you this message that says, this I know is this important. is hard, but if, if, a, if a withdrawer doesn't engage, then there isn't much that, that can be done. The, and the only way 
I'm kind of tugging at you a little bit about your getting it right, by the way, with drawers. We do want to get it right. The only way you will get it right is if you slow down and let yourself be open to this. So if you feel yourself, and this is kind of the first thing I want to say, like with a pursuer, oftentimes they can notice that energy. Yeah. With a withdrawer, if you feel yourself going to logic or reason or story. Going into your head. Going into your head about why that is or isn't true or if you're trying to hunt down the truth in this scenario or you're trying to fact-finding mission kind of thing or internally, a lot of times this is internal for a withdrawer. They don't show it. They don't show their work because that looks like an argument and they don't want to argue. They want things to get better. So if you find yourself kind of going internal with this stuff, that is your cue. That is your cue to start being curious. That also, though, is what we're talking about here is that false perception that you're engaged. Yeah. Because you, your brain is working so fast to yep. try to solve the problem that it does feel like you're actually engaged. Yeah. But it's not too unlike a pursuer pointing out your behavior or being, you know, paying attention to details logistically also missing that deeper emotion. Yeah. So I love that, that you're saying is that there's this notification that should happen for a withdrawer that goes, if I do go to logic, if I do go to thinking, I am, I am trying hard to be tuned in, but what I need to do is acknowledge that that's the cue that I'm actually tuning in to something different than my own experience. Well, and, and that is your emotional response. A lot of times a withdrawal say, I don't feel anything. What I feel is like the need to get it right. I actually had a withdrawal say that this week. (laughs) She said, I don't feel anything. I just think a lot. And I was like, oh, well, fascinating. The thinking, I mean, look at how brilliant that is. The thinking is what saves us sometimes. That's true. And so I'm not. To validate how important it is that you in your life, you didn't have room to express emotion. If if your expression of pain or of hurt or of loss was going to only be met with criticism, right? Then why would you keep doing that? It's brilliant that we can go to our heads and kind of say, well, how do I solve this on my own then? The problem is in this scenario, you can't solve it on your own. So we're using this, this kind of moving to your head, moving to your logic, moving to your reason that might look like defending yourself, or that might look like kind of rationalizing with yourself. Oftentimes it's not out loud. It's kind of internal, but, but we want to say, Hey, when that happens, this is the place where a withdrawer has an opportunity to get curious about what's going on inside. Now, withdrawers, this sucks in some ways because you're not used to it. And if your fear, which oftentimes for a withdrawer is failure, if your fear is failure, how about we go try something that I'm pretty sure you're not going to get right? (laughs) right? It seems pretty hard. And not so only hopeless. that, let's take you into a therapy session where it's all built kind of for a pursuer who has read all the books and understands all the things, right? We're going to take you in there and then we're going to have you try the thing that's never been successful in your life, oh. that's never worked. And we're going to tell you, get rid of the thoughts and, and kind of cognitions that you have. And what we want you to do is just be present and see if we can open up that How space. How do we get withdrawers to do this? Well, because they care and they want to get it right. Oh, I love it so much. I they know, really they do. do care. They yeah. really do. Pursuers, your withdrawers are hanging in there trying so hard to get it right for you. And, I wish we saw it more. And if we could, and I think that's what we're, what I'm trying to say is for a withdrawer, we need to see how they're really divorcing. They're really kind of separating themselves, just like the pursuer has to let go of that life raft. Yeah. The withdrawer has to let go of the one thing that has kept them afloat, which is their kind dangerous. of- it is dangerous. Yeah. It is dangerous. This isn't a this is probably the highest stakes thing we do in our life is to risk coming towards someone in a moment when it's never been safe. Yeah. 
And so it's, it's not, it doesn't just feel dangerous. It is dangerous. What are we here for? Yeah. Other than to connect with somebody else, to be loved and, and find ourselves in, in a family and have a family and love yeah. and, and perpetuate that. And so again, I'm going to keep moving forward, but, yeah. but withdrawers, man, when you find yourself going up, that is the very moment where you have to be curious. So if a withdrawer has never really allowed themselves to go there, then it will be unfamiliar, and, it, and it, it's unfamiliar territory. So a part of me wants to just kind of talk through what that might look like. I want to say, too, if it's unfamiliar or new territory for the withdrawer, pursuer be prepared that it's going to feel different also for you to finally hear what the withdrawer is going into. Definitely. It's, and yeah. so that might be a trigger. That might cause an emotional response for a pursuer, which then will escalate. And then all of a sudden, we are shutting down the space we just opened up for that withdrawer. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's really important for a pursuer just to be mindful of holding that space open for the withdrawer to go there, knowing what the withdrawer says, this is new for me, I'm going to try. That a pursuer, it's almost like you need to like, you do need to hold back your too muchness in that moment because the last thing we want to do after we've coaxed, I sometimes feel like a turtle. Coaxed. <laughs> it's a Come turtle. On Come on out with your little turtle head and your and turtle then arms. The goes, and then as no. soon as they finally <laughs> no. open up, we freak out because we can't really handle what it feels like or we feel scared. And so we shut them down and send them right back into the shell. That That's so, a hard thing that happens there. To be clear, we don't want to make this about the pursuer necessarily, but we do want the pursuer to get the message that says, go slow with this. Yeah. Believe this yeah. pursuer. The withdrawer really doesn't know and really has always done the best they know how to. Absolutely. They want to be in this relationship. Again, I go back to that because it's so critical to hold on to that in the moments when it gets tricky. Yeah. We want to be in this relationship. We want to be with each other. And so holding on to that pursuer uh, in your own head and then withdraw or saying, okay, I've noticed that I'm doing that thing. I find myself kind of detaching or dissociating or going away from my own experience. So how do I stay kind of present in that experience? And I want to say to, to a withdrawer, I want to say, this is how you do it. You just start to give yourself a little permission to be curious about what that's like. Yeah. The moment before I went to my head, the moment before I kind of found myself disengaged, what was going on in my gut, in my heart? in my body. I know it sounds funny to talk about that for a withdrawer. It, it sounds funny for me to talk about that. But, but when things go wrong with me and Angela, I can be pretty clear at this point. Oh, my gut drops and my head starts to spin and I get a little confused and I'm not sure what, what's happening. And then I start to rationalize and kind of, if I'm staying in the secondary part of it, I start to criticize what she's doing in my head. I start to kind of like make a plan for how this fight needs to go. I start to argue internally. I don't do any of this externally. This is all in like two seconds. Yeah. So for me, if I recognize that, it can help me stay present and go, oh, well, what does that gut message say then? What does that gut punch, that kind of like, you know, nasty kind of hard, like, yuck in my stomach say. I want to say too how powerful it is. Even me as a pursuer listening to you describe that and you're explaining that it all happens inside your head, that there's not an outward expression of that stuff. Even as you're explaining it, and we've had, we've talked about this before. We've done conferences where we talk about this. And every time I hear you say that in my mind, I think I had no idea. There's such a an assumption that a pursuer has that the withdrawer doesn't have anything going on, that they're just like, 
you know, not yeah. even engage yeah. when the reality is I hear you say withdrawers are actually really engaged, really trying, really analyzing the the next steps, the next words, how to get it right, what's going well, on. And, and I appreciate so that you're good at turning off yeah. that emotion. I mean, and not turning it off completely. Because it's still sitting down there and it's still informing everything we're thinking. But I just love that you're even articulating yeah. it now because even the pursuers that are listening to this, I want you to to just kind of take in for a second Chad's withdrawal and he's sharing his very real experience that he's been able to articulate that there's a lot going on there. And there's if you can, again, that word yeah. curious, if you can be curious about what, what is really happening for your withdrawal, then it might open up space for you guys to have something different happen there. Yeah. And, and so that gut punch tells me that, that something's wrong, that I'm getting something wrong and that, that somehow failure is right around the corner. And that if I fail and you see it, right, if I fail in front of my, my partner, that, that now I am not worthy of love. I don't deserve to be taken care of in that place and probably will be, be left, be shunned, be, and, and that probably rightly so. Yeah. Because success and, and getting it right has what's always proven uh, to get me what I want. And so if, if I can't, if I can't fail in this relationship, then I certainly can't show you what's going on inside of me. And if I can't show you what's going on inside of me, then my only move is to really go to my head, which is the very thing that's going to keep us disconnected. So yeah. what we're asking you to do with drawers is to stay present, to listen to your gut right before you go away, to let yourself feel some of the pain and then try to put words to it. Whether that means, oh, I'm in trouble or I'm, I'm, I'm messing up or I'm somehow failing or I'm getting it wrong here or, or I feel this real pressure to get it right. You know, I feel like my only move is to go answer the question or to, 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 to argue the question. And like, if we can articulate any of that, it lets our pursuing partner, it let, it, it, I can let Angela into my experience, which then can alter the experience. She can have at least some chance at saying, no, that isn't true. I do want to be here with you. Even if you are messing up, even if you are failing, you're not a failure. I want to show up for you, which that is the thing that we're looking for. That yeah. is the thing that affects the relationship. So powerful. Yeah. I mean, I just feel like if that conversation happens in a marriage, what a secure attachment is being built there. What a connecting conversation that yeah. is to have for a withdrawer to finally have the courage to put to words something that they're allowing themselves to feel, which they've shut down before. And then not only for them to say it, but then for the pursuer to acknowledge it, to appreciate it and to be there with them in it. Wow. What a game changer. Yeah, for sure. So, and I kind of want to do a, a quick, um, summary of that. Like, so if, if, if withdrawer, you're in therapy and your therapist is asking you to do something and you're saying, I am going to try to stay in the moment when the gut punch comes, I'm going to try to stay in the moment right before I go to my head or go to the shutdown or go to the, even the internal or external argument sometimes, right? If, if the, if the move is to get away from the emotion, right? I want you to try to sit in that emotion and get as clear as you can on what's happening for you and try to express it, whether it's with a therapist or whether it's just you and your partner at home, or, or even if it's just you sitting in the garage sometime, get, get the message clear so that you can share it sometime. Otherwise, nobody will get, get into that. Nobody will be able to speak to that. And you'll be stuck with that kind of nasty message about you that never gets resolved, no matter how much stuff or how many things you get right or how many victories or accolades you get. It'll never speak to your worth as a human. And we need to know as humans that if we miss, that we're still loved. Yeah, that you're still, 
you're still desired, you're still wanted, valued, all the things. So let's be real clear about the connect point for this. Not only what the withdrawer is going to say, but again, just like we did in the last episode, when the pursuer shared, we wanted that withdrawer to be able to respond. And so first, Chad, real clear in the connect point, what do you want the withdrawer to say? And then let's talk about what the pursuer, how the pursuer can respond. You know, I I think uh, in this connect point, I'd love for a withdrawer just to be able to say, you know, before I go away, before, before I detach, before I go to my logic, there is this like gut punch or the, there is this kind of like sinking or heaviness on my body, whatever it is that you feel in that moment. And just kind of start to describe what happens right before we go to our head or we go to our, our distance or dissociation. So if you can withdraw us, I want you to say that. And, and, and pursuing yeah. partners, what I would love for you to be able to do is to say, I'm, I'm trying to hang in there with you. You're not messing this up by telling me that. And I, I want to believe you and I want to show up for you in that place. And even even if you feel like you're failing, I want you to know you're not, that I'm here with you. I got you. I even love the idea of just saying, wow, I'm so glad that you shared that with me. I had no idea. Yeah. I mean, how powerful is it to just try to say that I would love more of that and I would love to be safe enough for you to be able to share that knowing that it's going to be received well. What if we said something like sharing that is getting it right for me right now? Sharing that is getting it right for me right now. Yeah, that's good. I love it. Perfect. So thanks for hanging in there with us for this sixth episode, which is the withdrawers and how they can stay tuned in. We have one more episode left in this tuned in series. So come back with us next week where we talk about the possibility of catching this cycle mid-cycle, mid-fight, and recognizing right now I'm tuned in in a different way than I was before. And so we'll see you next week. Thanks, guys.